Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Sarah Baumert. I am a yoga teacher, Feldenkrais practitioner, and host of the Sarah B. Yoga podcast. The Sarah B. Yoga podcast and my practice, Body Matter, is an interdisciplinary learning space where we explore the many ways that movement can help facilitate body acceptance and awareness, reduce pain and stress, regulate the nervous system, and build strength and ease. My teaching plays with the synthesis of Feldenkrais Awareness Through Movement lessons, traditional yoga asana, creative imagery, breathing exercises, self-massage, and a compassionate mindset to help you feel a greater sense of ease and comfort in yourself. Serebi Yoga and Body Matter have a lot of other program offerings. These podcasts are just a taste of my teaching. Each week, I teach a range of online classes, including a gentle yoga class, a level two class for more advanced students, and Feldenkrais classes with monthly themes, anatomy lessons, and Q&A sessions for more in-depth study. I have two new courses starting at the end of February. One is my continued Monday night blending of yoga and Feldenkrais class. This series will have a focus on the pelvic floor, the psoas, and the abdominal complex. Each class will use pelvic floor mapping as an entry point for a well-rounded practice. The second course is the secret language of the arms, where we will explore Feldenkrais lessons that offer the hidden potential within the upper body. You might imagine this scenario. You go to just grab your phone and check on something, and before you know it, that kind of gripping action of your hands of holding the phone starts to create a tension that travels up your arms to your neck, to your jaw, to your chest. You might even realize that you've been holding your breath, and you're somewhat lost in this digital world as your body braces. And for what, really? We've all been there uncomfortable with the tension that comes from our technology, where the strain travels from our fingertips up through our arms, into our shoulders, our chest, even to our foreheads. And none of us are immune to these kinds of modern day scenarios. So in this series, The Secret Language of the Arms, each lesson will include two components. We'll move from microcosm to macrocosm and connect the dots along the way. So you can think microcosm, an exploration of the articulation and functional coordination of the smaller joints, like the fingers, the wrists, the elbows. And then we'll expand outwards, discovering how your arms integrate with the whole self, feeling the way your spine, your ribs, even your legs and your feet, how they contribute to the harmony of the movement of your arms. No Feldenkrais lesson is complete without an integration of the whole self. While there will be this focus on the upper extremities, these will be whole body lessons. You can find a link for these two new spring courses that start at the very end of February, beginning of March. Find all of that in the show notes or just visit body-matter.com. I hope to see some of you there. Okay, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Sarah B. Yoga Podcast. This podcast is an intersection of my yoga teaching and my training in the Feldenkrais Method. Last week, I posted a class on neck care and education, and it was mostly 
awareness of the neck and a little bit of releasing of the neck. Today's class is going to be even shorter and a bit of a focus on ways to strengthen the neck that will help reverse the forward and down head action that often happens when we are using our phone for long periods of time, looking down, doing anything forward and down in front of us. So if that's of interest to you, you can do today's class on its own. It's short, sweet. It could just be like a quick break from your time at your devices. And you could even do most of it actually sitting in a chair. You could adapt it to sitting in a chair. Um, But you can also go back to part one and do that and then follow up with this class. Right now, there is a sample class on my library that works with some of this neck care awareness. And you can find that more info about the library over at my website, body-matter.com, as well as for all of my live stream classes and self-paced yoga and Feldenkrais courses. So for today, you'll want a blanket and you'll also want two blocks. Okay, so let's get started with class. So please come to sit in a cross-legged position. Please have something underneath your pelvis so that your lower back does not have to round. Your pelvis is free to be in a more neutral position. And have two blocks nearby. Interlace your fingers behind the back of the head so that your thumbs are right at the occipital ridge, the base of the skull, and point your elbows forward. Give a little pressure back towards where your thumbs are. You're not lifting your chin. This is your thinking of your head going straight back, your face moving straight back, so that you push a little bit into the thumbs. And not only are you thinking of moving back there, but also think of lengthening up a little bit. It might even... You might get a little taller when you do that. And just do this for a few breaths, bringing some awareness to your breath. You're just coming into the practice. Good. And then let that go. And then you're going to grab one block. Grab that block with your right hand. And bring the side of your block over to the right side of your head, above your ear. So you can kind of decide what end of the block you hold, whatever makes sense for you. But you're putting a little bit of pressure into the right side of the head, above the ear, with that block. And the head is going to push back into the block. So you're pushing the head a little bit over to the right. Uh, But the block pushes back, so it's not like it's tipping you over to the right. But you might start to think of a upward diagonal trajectory of energy from your left hip, left lower abdominal area, up and diagonal to the right. So you're keeping a lot of length in the spine. But as you push towards that block, the right side of the neck is going to feel like it's exerting. And this is okay. You don't need to be afraid of the neck engaging. 
Continue to push a little bit into the block with the right side of the head and bring your left hand off to the left and start to move into a side bend. So the spine is bending to the left, but you keep pushing the head into the block that's on the right side. Sometimes when we go into side bends, the head sort of flops to the floor, even flops forward and down, and your nose would point more towards the floor. So we're trying to resist that and feel as though the head can be a continuation of this bend of the spine so that we don't disconnect the head from what the rest of the spine is starting to do. And as you keep pushing into the block, you'll feel maybe that right side of the neck is fatiguing a little bit and this is okay. If you want to go a little bit farther into the side bend, you can bring your your left forearm to another block on the floor or your left forearm all the way to the floor. That's going to be pretty deep. And you're still pushing the right side of the head into that block. And how are you using your right shoulder, your right elbow? You know, maybe that right shoulder can soften a little bit. It doesn't have to creep up towards the ear. Okay, and then to come upright, keep pushing the head into the block and let that bring the spine upright. Set your block and your right hand down and just rest for a moment. Close the eyes and feel that kind of after effect, the echo of what we just did. The right side of the neck may feel like it, yeah, it just worked. And again, we don't need to be afraid of strengthening the neck in this way. Any kind of grumpiness in the neck usually comes from, you know, we're holding ourselves in some kind of awkward position and we're not very conscious of it. So let's do the second side. So take the block with your left hand, put it to the left side of the head. First, really finding the length through the spine Push a little bit to the left into the block. Don't let that tip you to the left. So there's this upward trajectory, diagonal trajectory from the right hip up diagonal to the left. The chin stays parallel to the floor. And you can remember when your thumbs were at that occipital ridge area right back behind your head. And you can even push back a little bit towards the space behind you while you also push to the left towards the block. So you're just starting to activate the left side of the neck. It doesn't have to be so strong that you grit your teeth, but enough that there's some activation. And then bring your right hand to the floor, to the right side of you, and just start to side bend to the right. Doesn't have to be your deepest side bend. We're more interested in paying attention to this even curve, this even side bend all the way through the neck, out through the crown of the head. So the head doesn't flop to the right, the right ear doesn't fall to the right shoulder, the head doesn't turn to look down, but you're still pushing into that block. And it's not that those are wrong or bad things necessarily. 
not what we're doing right now. But, you know, there could be times where you do drop your head and you get a big stretch in the neck. So today we're working more with strength. So you keep pushing towards the block. And if you want to go deeper into the side bend, then you could bring your right forearm to a block that's off to the right of you. Or you could bring your right forearm to the floor if that seems accessible. Great, now start to push back into the block in order to bring the spine upright and lower the left hand and the block down. And just pause, you could close your eyes. And just feel that that was, you know, some, somewhat of hard work. Okay, now let's come to hands and knees. Bring the hands right underneath your shoulders, your knees underneath your hips. Spread the fingers, have your middle fingers pointing straight forward. Take an exhalation, round your back into cat spine. Let your head drop. Don't You don't need to actively squeeze your chin towards your chest. Just sort of let the head hang. And But do think of pulling your sternum deeper into you, like you try to suck the sternum away from the floor. Let the low back round actively, your tail hanging down. You're breathing both in and out while you're here, holding the cat spine. And then from there, inhale into cow spine and pause in your cow spine. Bend the elbows just a little bit. Grab the floor with the hands. Pull the hands back towards your knees slightly. Feel the shoulder blades moving down the back. Let the head move back, which will move the chin a little away from the chest. So you're getting a stretch through the front of the neck. Even look up with your eyes. Look up towards your eyebrows. Let your mouth open wide if you'd like. You can even stick your tongue out. And just feel the, the tissue in the front of the neck, the front of the throat. Really get a nice stretch. This is the area that tends to be shorter because of our downward, forward and down head positioning. And if you want to remember having your interlaced hands behind your head, you're kind of pushing back in that way. Good. And then come back to neutral spine. Turn the toes under and just press back to down dog for a moment. I'm just looking for a good place for the hands and the feet. The knees can bend a little bit if they need to. Feel the tops of the thighs press back. Hip creases lift. So you're feeling the tail end of your spine is as tall as it can be, as high as it can be because of that movement of your pelvis up and back. And then this, there's this diagonal downward slope of the spine, this downward diagonal line from the tail end of the spine down towards the place between the shoulder blades. And that line continues at the neck and out through the crown of the head. And if you feel like that line bends or curves, like if your head drops a lot, then can you move the back of the head 
back slightly so that you feel like the neck is a continuation of that line. So you're feeling that continual trajectory of energy from the tail end of the spine and then the length all the way out through the crown of the head. Hands are pushing the floor down and forward. Great. Exhale and lower your knees. Come back to child's pose. If your forehead doesn't rest comfortably somewhere, you could put a little bit of blanket underneath your forehead. Bring your arms wherever you want to. And then slowly just roll your head a little right to left, forehead on the blanket. All right, so we'll end our practice here. This is a short little class. You can always pair it with part one, which is a little bit more awareness of the neck, less about so much strengthening, but they're meant to go together. So I hope you enjoyed this, even if it was just a short little vacation from your time at screens or from looking down. Are you enjoying this podcast? I've chosen to offer these audio recordings freely for over 15 years. I do this because research shows yoga, yoga nidra, and Feldenkrais to be valuable practices, those which I would like to share widely. Donna, the Buddhist practice of generosity, has always been a pillar of my business. And more generally, Donna is the inclination to give to give without expecting any form of repayment. It does, however, take a fair amount of time, effort, and cost to maintain and keep the podcasts available. If you feel you've benefited from what you've learned from these classes, then please do consider making a contribution towards the maintenance and upkeep of the classes. It will help ensure that I can continue to offer the podcast classes freely and keep generating new material. Give what you can, give what feels good. If it's too little, it won't feel good. If it's too much, it won't feel good. Links to support the show monetarily can be found in the show notes. And other ways to give include sharing the podcast with others, leaving a five-star rating and review, or just sending me an email with how the classes have affected you. Thanks so much.